and welcome to the Wellness Podcast with me, Joni Musiak. Today, let's talk about relationship building one-on-one. Okay, really, it's not what you think. You might click on here thinking one thing, but hear me out before you walk away um, when I say it's not what you think. Anyways, let's uh, get into this, but I want to talk about the number one relationship in our lives, and you might already know what I'm about to say. Maybe you don't, and that is ourselves. Having that relationship with ourselves. I talked about it in the other another episode uh, for this month. And it's about creating a deeper loving relationship with ourselves. It is the most important. We are the longest relationship we'll ever have in our own lives. Always. You know, we were born and we will go out. And we are we are the person. Now, obviously, there's gonna be a ton of awesome, amazing, cool people along our journeys people that are really near and dear to us and people that will come and go because they show us a lesson and then they're meant to move along and different things like that. So we have people come and go throughout our lives, but the one constant relationship is ourselves. And that might feel a little eh or a little scary. Uh, The thing is though, like when we finally are okay with our own company, when people call and cancel or things don't go well, we're okay because we know we can be okay. Like we're okay on our own. Like, oh, I get some me time? Sweet. Like that's where I'm at now. When people like leave the house, I'm like, good. I get some alone time. So, but it can be scary if we aren't at a really good place with ourselves. And that's what this month is all about. And if you're listening to these later, it's, a, it's, any, it's always a good time to create a deeper loving relationship with you with yourself. It doesn't have to be a certain month or a certain day or a certain year. It's just whenever you come across it, that is the perfect time to do it. So what do you do? Oh my goodness. So this whole, like all these podcasts I shared this, this month are full of, of awesomeness. So all of September's podcasts were all about self-care and self-love and creating like the final, like all I'm tying it together is, that relationship with ourselves. And it all comes back to that. And I've mentioned it throughout here and there. And a big one again I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat is taking time. So slowing down and just taking time for you. And that could look like a weekly date with yourself. I actually had actually I still do it. I have a me day. It used to be in the evenings especially when my husband uh, would, we'd hang out during the evenings, but I would do, I would take one night a week to just be by myself. But now I actually have every evening by myself because other than the weekends, because he has a different, different hours he works. So it goes to bed pretty much when the kids do or shortly thereafter. So I've had to shift again, just like everything in life, you, you do something and then when it doesn't work anymore, when it no longer works, change it up. A good friend of mine reminded me that like, you know, they do something and then till it doesn't work and then you try something new. So I actually do it on Fridays now. So my working hours, because the kids are both at school, I uh, I balance my time between my husband and myself on Fridays. So he still works on Fridays, but I take the day off. So part of it's like I go for lunch with him or have a coffee and we walk to the beach. And then the other parts of that day are for me before the kids get home. And then like, if that's not enough, like if our week's been crazy, I sometimes sprinkle in like even more, 
There's times where my husband takes the kids out for a whole day over a weekend. So I can have a full day or it's, it's here and there. It's a little sp- sporadic, some of it, but I'm also consistent with my Fridays uh, where it's, it's me days. I even, I'm looking at my calendar right now on the Fridays, like me day, because it's important to schedule in yourself. And then, like I said, you don't have to have everything planned, uh, but I have like a consistent day. And then obviously like if a kid's homesick or like I change it up, life happens, but it's trying to, to schedule it in the best you can. And like any relationship we have in our life, if you think to any of them, you know, I have friends that sometimes I don't talk to that often, uh, but we're really good friends. And we've had like, we had some really, we went through for fashion design school together. So we really like, we went through some crazy stress together. So that's a pretty strong bond. And I can talk to her anytime. And like, it feels like we've, you know, never stopped talking. But think of back at a beginning of a relationship or like even like, you know, your partner. I know for us, like my husband and I, we need to sit down at times and be like, look, this is where we're at, like where I need to share what I'm feeling, talk things out, like if something's bothering me, because if I don't, then I get all yelly at him and that's not fun. No one likes being yelled at and no one likes yelling. At least I don't like yelling. Anyways, so it's about having those moments to slow down ask yourself questions. And that's why, like I've always talked about journaling as the best. I, again, have shared where I'm not consistent. I am working. That's one of my goals now is to be consistent journaling, but I always know it's there. I always have a journal around that's handy. And it, I was consistent once upon a time, but lately I'm, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not consistent, but if you're going through a hard time or you really want to reconnect with yourself, like you feel lost, that maybe you haven't been giving yourself a lot of time or energy, and you've always been putting your energy out towards other people and helping other people, the journal can be your best friend to really reconnect to yourself and find your voice. And this way, and like, it doesn't always have to be like that everyday thing, unless you really want it to be that everyday thing. However, again, it's a really great tool when you're starting to build a deep relationship with yourself, when you're struggling, when you're going through an issue, uh, anytime I do like different changes in my life, whenever I need like a little, or even venting, I use my journal. So definitely venting, venting's a good one. (laughs) Get all your frustrations out in a journal. Or if I'm working through a challenge or I'm going through like say for, with even my weight loss. Weight loss has been an issue for me like for I don't even know how long. So when I'm going through moments of feeling really crappy about that situation, journaling, I lean on my journal. So again, I don't always use it consistently, but I know it's there. So it's a really great tool. So use it as you f- feel fit and how what it feels good for you. Uh, the thing is, so it's, it just, it's a really good way to have a dialogue with yourself. And you can like, There's so many amazing techniques you can do. But again, we've talked about keeping it simple. The thing is you can add movement. So you can go for a short walk or like I say, rebounding and then journal. Or you can meditate. Ask yourself a question before the meditation or even after, depending on what you're asking and how you feel. Uh, There's a lot of reflection questions uh, in this membership and they'll just keep growing as each month goes on. And it's just sitting down with yourself and having a conversation with yourself and asking yourself unique questions, maybe things you haven't thought about. 
And uh, it's, it's really amazing when we start to get to know ourselves better. I, again, I never knew I was a people pleaser until I broke free of the people. Like I was still people pleasing, but I was finally not doing it all the time. So we can catch ourselves in patterns and in even thought patterns and just different things that we're doing, self-sabotage. We can be doing things that are self-sabotaging. I talked about that. I mentioned that I use self-love as an excuse before. I use it as an excuse for eating. When my son was two, well, till my son was two, he wasn't sleeping through the night. So he didn't sleep for two years. Then he would sleep for like two, three hours, but like I was constantly up. I was not getting a good night's sleep. So I leaned into sugar for that, uh, for energy, for fake energy. Um, And I was telling myself, like, I need this right now. This is what I need. Um, Luckily, I I don't know how long I used that as an excuse, but luckily I I went to a natural path and we worked on a healthier plan um, to help support me while I wasn't getting the right amount of sleep. I was sleeping uh, during the day. I would nap and stuff like that too. But there's something about an eight-hour straight hour like sleep. And I actually need about nine straight hours of sleep to really feel good personally. Like some people can go off seven, but my sweet spot's nine. So it is important to understand your body, to find healthy, loving ways to make yourself feel good and to work through some challenges and stresses. Like I said, I leaned on sugar and I I use self-love as an excuse. So it's just being mindful of where we're resisting things, what we're using as an excuse. And and then that's where it comes down to getting our know ourselves better. You get to catch yourself, be like, oh, I'm doing that. And again, there's no, 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 don't judge yourself. You're, it happened. You, you might not even be aware of it. It's about like, oh, now I can do better. When you know better, you can do better. Okay? When you know better, you can do better. So allow yourself to get to know yourself better. And then as you get to know yourself better, you can do better for yourself. Sending yourself a big loving hug. And then that doesn't mean that life isn't going to like throw up a, a curveball or throw a curveball your way and you're like, ah, you weren't ready for it. And you fall and you trip. But the more you get to know yourself, at a deeper level, the easier it is to come back from things. The more calm and peaceful you'll feel through things. Doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. Doesn't mean you're not going to struggle. Doesn't mean you're not going to get sad, frustrated, or angry. It just means that you'll have tools and you'll have, well, here you'll have support and encouragement and resources. And also though, like the more you can stay consistent in your self-love practices, and even take care of you with self-care, you will just have like a trigger response. So think about trigger responses you have now. When something happens in your life, say it's stressful. Maybe you grab food. Maybe you sit in front of the TV. Maybe you just like go back to bed, like put the covers right over your head. Like, no, I'm done with this. I'm done with this day. I am done. (laughs) However, there's other ways. Walking around the block, going outside for a walk, you know, just... um meditating, journaling, journaling frustrations is, again, saying it again. And there's just so many other healthy ways we can go about it. Just like me grabbing sugar when I wasn't sleeping. 
there was a lot of different things. I, like I just took care of my body on incredible ways. I uh, I took some, you know, ashwagandha. I'm not going to say too many supplements and stuff like that, but I did. I was supporting that. My natural path was sharing like foods to eat and just ways to take care of me on a level that I couldn't do when you're when you're sleep deprived, like things just don't feel great. So if you've been there, sending you love or if you're there now, even sending you so much love. We, you know, we can't always change a situation, but we can react to a situation differently. And that's what taking care of ourselves is. We don't always have to like be okay with the situation in hand. We can figure out a different way to look at it or to work through it. So because like I didn't change my sleep, my, my son's sleeping patterns, I had to pivot how I was living and eating. Because let's face it, sugar just gives you a false sense of energy. I needed like good yummy foods to keep me going. So anyways, um, so life happens though. So just getting to know yourself. And like I said, tools, like that, those two years, I, wow, so many tools in my toolbox. Like those were that was incredible. And those two years strengthened my relationship with myself. I dug deep. I took time for myself to read inspirational books and books that just motivated me and kept me going. I came out of those two years so much stronger. Yes, it was struggles. And even that year after he finally slept through the night, it was like re-putting my, our lives back together kind of deal. However, like so amazing for my own personal journey. So it was hard and it was challenging and yet it was beautiful and really helped me build up my relationship with myself. Like I really came out of that a lot stronger. So some of the things in our lives can really, really help us become the best version of ourselves, even though it might not feel like we are in that moment. I'm pretty sure back then I was journaling quite a bit. I'd have to look at some of my old journals, but I was probably leaning on my journals quite a bit. And because uh, a lot of people in my world did not did not understand why I was so tired, and it was it was pretty brutal. So, anyways, reach out for help. The people that understand it and are encouraging. Because if you're in a moment of frustration and change, you got to get the support that's needed, not the people judging you. So, if you're first time getting to really know yourself, you don't need to go out and tell everybody especially if you're not surrounded by people doing the same thing. You know, that's why I love that. Like I wanted to make sure we had a place here, nothing like not an outsourced social media outlet, but here that you could just talk and share and be met with love and support, not judgment. Cause I personally never had a lot of support in my, on along my self-love journey until I finally got to a place where I was open to more support in my life. So now I'm surrounded by people that get me, but for a while there, for a long while, I was not. So this is why this is such an amazing, beautiful place to be and to get to know yourself better. If you're ever struggling with this, this is a good place to you know reach out to the forums, ask people, ask myself, and we can go deeper into this conversation because it's so, so important. That's why I'm starting with this one as it being the first month that this membership is available. So it is incredibly, you know, just incredible. The first and last relationship you will ever have. And 
I know that might sound scary and yucky or whatever you might be feeling. Maybe there's some, maybe you're mad at me right now. So much could be coming up. Journal it, feel it, let it out, see where it's coming from. I would bottle up my feelings and I shared this in one of the other episodes where like I didn't feel, I didn't cry for, or no, I, didn't, I did feel, but I didn't cry for like years and I was just angry. So like I took in so many emotions, so much judgment on my, for myself and from others around me, just so much. I was miserable in college where I thought I wasn't good enough to be there. I found some journals. Journals are also a good way to see how far you've come. Because I didn't realize how miserable I was in college until we were moving. I was looking at some of my old journals. And I'm like, wow, I was really, 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 really insecure about myself. I really didn't love myself at all. I really, it was, it was, you know... It's like, wow, I've come such a far way, such a far way. So if that's where you are right now, where I was in college, there, there's always, a, you know, and I did a lot of my journey on my own. So here you have support. It is possible to feel better. It is possible to go, wow. It is possible to have more wowness in your life. And it all does start with, getting to know yourself better. And like I mentioned in other episodes, taking the time for you. And again, that includes having conversations by yourself and not letting distractions take over every single area of your life or every minute of every life of your life. TV is a really good one that where, you know, we want to numb out. I actually, and all I'm going to share, I, uh, I honestly watch an hour of TV a day. It's in the evening because my brain. Now, I, if I have a book going, I can't. I can't actually. Um, I would run out of books. I think if I read as if, if I read every night before bed because I love reading so much. So like, I have a lot of novels I'd read, but I keep those for like holidays and stuff because I just I I literally read them in a day or two. I love mysteries and stuff like that, and then obviously motivational and inspirational books but at night I don't like reading those because my brain goes on not off so I love reading inspirational books because it keeps me inspired and and motivated to keep showing up for me and doing better and even helping others but if I read those books before I go to bed I'm in like creative go mode like, oh, here's a podcast episode I could do. Oh, here's a course I could write. Oh, why am I not doing this? Or um, if it is for personal development, then I'll start thinking about that too. Um, I guess sometimes I can, I'll journal. I guess it really depends on the book. But a lot of the books I was reading, I couldn't read too much before bed. A few of them I could. You know what? There's a couple that I can read now that I'm thinking about it. There's a couple. However, sometimes they turn my brain on instead of off. So I would read, you know, just leisure books. Uh, but I eat, I, I read through those so fast. So anyways, I like having one hour of TV before I go to do my evening um, routine. So it's just a, a way, it, it tells my body, and maybe it's not the best way, but that's my way. And it's what works for you. Now, I try my best not to watch TV in the bedroom. And there are days where I'm just not sleeping. 
but uh, I'd rather if I'm not sleeping to listen to an audio book. So, but uh, anyway, so I do watch TV. I'm going to be completely open and honest about that. I'm not like this anti-TV watcher. I just understand how easy it is to let TV take over your life. Why? Because I have been there. I still have moments where like if I'm not feeling good, if I have a cold, especially it was, I had one last spring that was like, it knocked me down for quite some time. And all I like, I just wanted to sleep and that's what I did. And then I'd watch some TV to kind of rest. It's the only way I can kind of rest. Um, so there's a time and place I feel, but I have had it where if I didn't have much going on, if I didn't have any goals, if I wasn't inspired about anything or motivated, I sit in front of the TV and like I told my friends jokingly the other, the, like a few, yeah, a couple weeks ago or so, I was like, I use TV. Like it's, it's, um, it's the people I hang out with because my husband goes to bed so early. So it's like, I, you know, I, I watch a season of something. It's like, I'm hanging out with these peeps at night because they're my jam. So <laughs> they're my crew. So, you know, sometimes we use it as a way of not feeling lonely and feeling a part of something. Sometimes it's a distraction, like we don't feel good enough or we don't love our lives, so we watch other people's lives. So it's just being mindful of why you're watching TV, enjoyment, or you numbing something out. And, you know, if you're doing it now and then, you know, just it's all good. But if you're doing it a lot, just be mindful of that and maybe, you know, find other ways to fill the time up and Part of that could be getting to know yourself better by journaling or, you know, listening to more podcasts, maybe jump on another one and uh, just getting, yeah, just spending some time with yourself because TV is fun for entertainment, but it can really, really be easy to use it as a distraction for your life, for living your life to the fullest. So just keep that in mind. And if you're having a hard time with self-care and finding enough time for you, looking at how much TV you watch in a day is also a really good place to start. Other than social media, social social media and TV are some good ones to look at. And again, no judgment. I do that sometimes too. Like there's definitely times where I'm like, you know what? The kids and I will put on a movie. You know, I just, <laughs> it's like, we need some chill time guys. So it is okay to be where you are. Like I said in another podcast episode, it is okay to be where you are. And it's about being mindful and open to getting to know yourself better and really just understanding what your needs are, what your wants are. Maybe you don't watch TV and that's okay too. (laughs) You know, it's just, I really want to get clear that it's really your life and it's your your relationship. So it's about getting very open and honest with yourself. Here's one more story that I realized like I am, I'll try and keep this short. I, when I was becoming an empowerment coach, my mentor was having a retreat and I decided to go and I was like, yay, I get to be surrounded by other empowered women because I was taking the course. I already felt empowered when I took the course. I was pregnant with my oldest child. So in 2013, I signed up for this course because I'm like, yeah, I want to help women. Little did I know I needed the course myself first. So this course actually did a lot of the lessons that I helped my clients with. And, and 
and really took me through the healing process first so I could be at a really good place to help others. And this is what having a a really deep relationship with yourself is. So you can be at a better place to show up, be your best version of yourself and help others. So I went. So this is, I I was already into the program about about a year, almost a year, not quite. It was two years because they were one years old, I believe. Anyways, I'm going, I'm having to, I'm like, yeah. And, uh, and then we do this work and she has me stand up in, in, in the middle of the circle and, or in the front of the circle. And all of a sudden I'm like breaking down in tears. So I go from happy Jody to like cracked open Jody because I was in denial. She like cracked me open. I thought I was at a really good place, but I was just fooling myself. And denial stands for didn't even know I was lying. I didn't even know that I was lying to myself. I was going through the program. I'm so glad I went to this retreat, by the way, because I was going through the program and I was doing the work, but I wasn't really working on myself. So I was doing the assignments, but I wasn't really going deep because I didn't want to like peel back those layers because it's not fun. It hurts. And it can be frustrating and overwhelming and scary to pull back the layers that we've been putting on for years and years and years. And my mentor cracked me open and let me like really do some deep healing that day. So we can lie to ourselves. I'm going to hopefully we'll go through a different, um, go through this deeper at some point. But the thing is, that's why I was meaning by like being honest with yourself why you're doing what you're doing in your life. And it's okay if you've been doing it this long. It really is. But today is a new day. And anything is possible. So you get to create your story. You don't you can't rewrite it per se, but you can keep this is a new chapter and anything is possible. The pages are blank. You get to really get to know you. And create the life you want. So it's like, what do you need for you to have the best life? And to be the best version of yourself. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for being here so far with me. And I look forward to sharing more and bringing people on as guests. And hopefully share some people's struggles and journeys. And really help walk through the process as well. So if you are ready to share your struggles or challenges, please reach out to me and we will have a conversation and I'll help guide you through and see what you need in this moment. So if you're struggling right now, please reach out. This is what we're here for. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now.